0: There's this myth that to be an artist, you must struggle. I'm here to tell you that that's not true. This is a podcast for people who are looking to realign with their inspiration and intuition. We chat with industry professionals about everything from their spiritual experiences to the everyday practices that help them stay energetically and mentally in tune. My name is Madeline Corliss. I'm the creator of the Energy Studio. Welcome to the Energy Studio podcast. If you work in a creative career, I want to let you know about my course, Unblock Your Creative Career. Unblock Your Creative Career is a nine-week intensive that combines psychology, industry knowledge, and energy healing to help you realign and thrive as a creative being. For more information about Unblock Your Creative Career, check out my website, the-energy-studio.com. Hello, hello. Today in the Energy Studio Podcast, we are going to be talking about a concept that is near and dear to my heart, and uh, it was in one of the very first personal development books that I read. It was called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, and to be honest, it's not my favorite personal development book, but there are some really, really great, wise things in there, and this was one of them, and it has stuck with me for years. So, this concept is called upper limiting, and We're also gonna talk about happiness thresholds, both from the same book. And this is something that, well, I think everybody deals with it, but I think it's specifically uh, poignant, I guess would be the word, for artists and for creators, because so much of our work and so much of our success is closely tied to how we are feeling in the world. There are very few times as artists and creators where somebody will look at us and be like, you deserve to be the CEO of this company, and like, let's make your paycheck huge and give you all these perks. Uh, I I find that as artists, it really has to be an internal thing first. Like, we have to have that mental shift of, well, I guess everybody has to have this mental shift, but anyway, I'm talking to my artists here. Um, There has to be that mental shift of I am worthy of this. I know that I can do this or I know that I am worthy of having these things in my life before they actually come. And I think that we keep ourselves away from a lot of amazing opportunities when we don't have those belief systems. All right, I'm getting a little bit on a tangent. So here we go. Upper limiting, happiness thresholds. Let's talk about upper limiting first. So our system's job, our system meaning our energetic system, our mental system, the system as a whole, is to keep us safe, which is so great. Like, thank God something is taking care of that, right? But when we try something new or when something is on the horizon that could change our normal every day or even like what we are accustomed to, our system freaks out a little bit and is like, hey, yo, are we sure that we want to do this? Because if we do this, things are going to change and then we might not be safe. And when I say anything that could shift our way of the way that we are currently living, that includes the things that we say that we really want in our lives. So even something like taking a course that will shed light on your own patterns and behaviors, those patterns and behaviors are likely assisting your system in keeping you safe. So if your system senses, oh, someone's about to shine a light on our patterns and our behaviors. And once we know that we behave in that way, we know that we're not going to want to behave in that way. So we're going to change and change is new and change is scary and we might not be safe in change. So we should just run the other way or find reasons why we shouldn't do that course, or we shouldn't go to that audition or why we shouldn't actually put that money in our savings account and we should buy a new sofa instead it finds ways to justify keeping us safe and keeping us the same and where i see this come up a lot is when a great opportunity or a path that uh, could lead to really great amazing things that people have been saying that they want arises so when that path clears People being like, oh, I don't know if that's really what I want anymore or I don't know if that's the thing that I should be doing. And now I think that there's a difference here that I want to make sure we, you know, point out the distinction for. There is a difference between tuning into your intuition and saying, oh, I'm getting a bad feeling about this. It just doesn't feel like it vibes with what I want to do in the world or it, it doesn't, it just doesn't seem to align. That initial gut instinct, I always say trust it. Because that is your intuition. Anything after the first like 30 seconds of reaction is likely fear. So if you see something and you're like, oh, I'm really excited about that. Maybe it's an audition for something. And you're like, oh, I'm so excited for that. And then, oh, I'm just remembering as I'm speaking. I had a client who did, who did this a few weeks ago. So I'm going to use this example. Uh, she saw a posting for an audition call and was like, oh, I... I really want to do that role. That's so exciting. I'm feeling inspired to make an audition tape for this. And so she planned on making an audition tape. And then she sent me an email because she was like, oh, I, I'm catching myself and I need, I need a second eye on this, which is why we have coaches. Uh, and she said, you know, I was reading the breakdown and it said uh, it listed all of these other races first, but it does say whites that like white people can submit also but like do they actually want white people or do they do they just feel like they have to say that or uh are they are they really only looking for people of different ethnicities and I was like okay this seems like a fear situation because your initial instinct was I'm excited to do this and then you found reasons why you shouldn't do it If it says on the breakdown that you can submit, submit. Like why are you the one holding yourself back? And I think that's the thing that we have to pay attention to is the difference between am I trusting my intuition because I'm getting a bad feeling about this or is this fear and is this my energetic systems telling me who change might come from this so we should avoid it and walk the other way. Some more, uh, I don't wanna call them excuses, but I guess I am gonna call them excuses. Some more things that we will tell ourselves when we are in this position where we are confronted with an opportunity that could really change our lives. Uh, And it's so crazy to me, I just have to interject this, that even some of our wildest dreams, we avoid them. And we, we are scared that they'll come true because what do we do next? And so we can enjoy the journey. I think we should enjoy the journey. But then there's this weird back and forth of, am I going to be on the journey forever? And the frustration of, why have I been in the same spot for five years? Why am I not moving forward? And a lot of the time, the answer is you. You're not moving forward because you are not facing that fear or you are not seizing those opportunities or you have something in you that is making you believe that you are not worthy of that thing or that it is not safe for you to have that thing or you will lose your friends, you will lose your support network if you have that thing. There are so many things that go into this. So a few other things that I recognize a lot In the, I call it the second voice. So that mental voice is, oh, well, this isn't the time. Okay, well, when will be the time? Next time you catch yourself asking, this isn't, or saying, this isn't the time, ask yourself, when will it be the time? If you have a set answer of like, you know what, right now I'm really focusing on this other thing, but as soon as I finish this course or as soon as I uh, get past this, Uh, this busy time with work, then I will put my focus on that. Okay, that's fine. But then you have to make sure that you do put your focus on it and that you're not using time as an excuse to push things off. Uh, Another one is, well, maybe there's something better out there. Okay, so where is that something better? Uh, I wrote this down the other day. I said this to a client and I literally had to pause our meeting and be like, wait, I have to write that down. She was like, yeah, you need to write that down. That was good. Um, I said... Don't stop things in the present because of things that have not happened in the future. So maybe something else will come along that will be great. And when that happens, if there is a need to shift course, you can do that. Nothing is permanent. And then another one I hear a lot is, I shouldn't be investing in myself in that way right now. What? You have to invest in yourself. This is something I am so passionate about, which is why I just like blew out your eardrums. But as artists, as creators, we have to be investing in ourselves. Our art is so closely tied to our wellness and our mental wellness. This is why you see actors who go crazy because we give so much of ourselves in our art. So, I really believe that in order for our art to thrive, we have to be thriving. We talk about this in the episode with Ken, uh, I believe it was two weeks ago, two episodes back, where we talk about mental wellness and emotional safety and acting technique, where art suffers if it is... Causing you suffering, or if you are not in a mentally well place and you are not taking care of your system, then your art will suffer. Your work will suffer. So, uh, this is something we actually talk a lot about in my course on Black Your Creative Career that as humans, we naturally pick up on energies. It is just part of our survival instincts. And although we might not be conscious of it all the time in our modern lifestyle, we do pick up on people's energies so i ask the question if somebody came to you today and we're going to go into a business perspective here so a casting director is an investor because they are saying ooh well actually no the producers are really the investors but Uh, The casting director is like your financial advisor who's like, you should invest in this thing. So if a financial advisor came to you today and you talked with them the way that you're feeling today with, uh, you know, whatever you would wear to meet with a casting director, would they feel safe recommending you as an investment that should be made? And if the answer is no, it is time to invest in yourself. Because you have to invest in yourself to get a return. I'm just going to repeat that. You have to invest in yourself to get a return. And so when we're letting all of these uh, different reasons why we shouldn't do something that instinctually we know will change our life for the better, that is what I call upper limiting. And upper limiting goes with the concept of a happiness threshold. So we all have almost like a thermometer where it's like, ooh, 65 degrees, that feels good because that is where I feel safe. That is where I know how to operate. So like I can be performing and uh, doing these kinds of roles but like really I'd love to be doing these other kinds of roles. but, um, But you know, I can be happy doing X, Y, and Z. And then also, like, you know, I'm in a great relationship right now, and like that's going really well. And I'm actually financially stable. So, like, that's going well. And I have time to take care of my mental health. That's going really well. So, we've hit like 65 degrees, and we're like, oh, yeah, I can feel my life getting better. My life's getting hotter. This is fabulous. I'm like moving up in the world. And then all of a sudden, something happens. Maybe we get in a blowout argument with our significant other, or maybe we, I don't know, have something happen on stage and we uh, can no longer perform that role. Or maybe we decide last minute that we are going to go splurge on some big expense and then the following month we are not financially secure. These are forms of self-sabotage and we self-sabotage to keep ourselves safe. Going back to the beginning of this episode, we self-sabotage to keep ourselves within our own happiness threshold because it's what we know. Because the new is scary. And yet here we all are being like, I want this different way of living. I want the new. I want these different things. But then we look at it and it's like, okay, but why have I been walking in circles for years? So sometimes that's a hard question to to ask yourself because sometimes the answer is not what you want to hear. But how do we burst through this happiness threshold? One, get a team in place you have to have a team. We are not created to do this life alone, let alone to succeed alone. So getting together a team, whether that is your agent, a manager, uh, different coaches, a life coach, and an energy healer, whatever it may be, get together a team. Also supportive friends, 100% part of your team, that will call you out when you are Uh, upper limiting when you are bringing yourself back down from that happiness threshold. I always tell my clients, I will be your biggest hype woman. And then the second way to burst past that happiness threshold is to trust your gut. When you have a gut feeling that you should do something or that something would be a good fit for you, do it. Just do it. Jump off the cliff because that gut feeling is almost never wrong. And I even hesitate to say almost because I have never had a situation where the true gut feeling, not the fear feeling, the gut feeling is wrong. So I want to tell a quick, quick anecdote about this because I think it's important. So uh, this last fall, I said to the universe, I was like, okay, I need to get my finances in order. Like, I'm just frustrated. I've been walking in circles with my finances and I just, something's got to change. And I had been looking online for inexpensive financial courses and uh, nothing was really resonating. Nothing was giving me that feeling of, oh, this is what I need to do. And so then I was scrolling through Instagram and a friend of mine posted something about a financial course that she'd taken that she really liked. And I got that initial gut feeling of I have to take this course. Here was the trick. It started the next day, which I actually think was a blessing in disguise. So I reached out to the person running the course. I said, I know this is last minute, but I really wanna take this course. Uh, And she was like, great, I can talk to you this afternoon on the phone. Obviously we like have to get you signed up right away if you wanna do it. So we hop on the phone and we're talking and we're talking about uh, what's happening in my life and how the course could support me. And I just kept getting that feeling of, oh, this, I need to do this. This feels like it could really help me. But then I also was like a tiny bit scared and not going to lie. I think I was like sweating while we were on the phone. And so it got to the point where she was like, okay, great. Well, the course starts tomorrow. So we would have to sign you up like right now. Uh, Are you ready to make a payment? And I was like, Yes. And I truly had no idea how I was going to make it work. Um, I I don't recommend this, but I, I did use most of my savings to just like pay for this course because a part of me knew that I needed to do it. And even though I was terrified and I could have so easily gone into that voice of, this isn't the responsible thing to do because uh, I should, I don't know... I shouldn't invest in myself in this way, or uh, maybe this isn't the time, maybe I need to spend the next X amount of months uh, saving up, but also, like, the state where my finances were, like, realistically, I was not going to save for the next few months. Uh, It was really just all of those thoughts were me being afraid to change, but because I didn't have time to let those thoughts rule, I just paid, and I was like, all right, here you go, and then I hung up the phone, and I started sobbing like deep guttural sobs because I was so scared and I called my mom and I was like mom I'm just so scared like I know that this is just because I am I committed to something that is going to change my life and it's going to make me face my own things and it's going to change my patterns which is new and scary but I know that I needed this But I'm so scared. And to be totally honest, had I had even 48 hours to think about it, which like honestly, thank God that wasn't an option. Had I had those 48 hours, I don't know that I would have signed up for the course. I think my fear voice might have taken over and might have steered me in a different direction and been like, hey, you shouldn't do this. But let me tell you, that course was the best investment I have ever made in myself Hands down, I'm not even going to go further. It was the best investment I've ever made for myself. And I am so grateful that I didn't have time for that fear voice to come through and that I just had to make a decision based on my instinct. So, moral of that story if you have that instinct and you can figure out a way to make it work, and I actually believe that you can always figure out a way to make it work, follow that instinct. Do the thing that you know will create change in your life in the direction that you want to be going it is so important and this is how we move forward and move through to success in our careers it is time for us as artists to stop bringing ourselves down to stop playing it safe to stop feeling like we are undeserving of success because we are you are a human which means you are deserving you are here on this planet which means you are deserving You do not have to do anything. You do not have to be X, Y, and Z to be deserving of the success that you want. It's time to shift that mindset. I hope that this has helped you. I hope that this has uh, made some, some sparks in your brain go off and gotten you thinking about the ways that you are behaving, the ways that you are living your life. And I hope that you start to trust that inner knowing, that inner voice, and that you can start telling the fear, bug off. I don't need you. Well, that's not true. We do need fear. It's important. But you can start living from that intuition instead of the fear. If you are listening to this episode the week that it comes out, I know, short notice, but hey. Might as well tell you. Next week, so April 8th at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's 2021 in case you're listening to this in the distant future. um, We are doing a free workshop. So I have this course called Unblock Your Creative Career, which is a nine-week course using psychology, energy healing, and industry knowledge to help you go from feeling stuck and blocked in your creative career to feeling like you are thriving and at ease and moving towards your dreams. So we're going to do a little sneak peek of this course on Thursday. In this sneak peek, we are going to do one of the crowd favorite exercises. So even if you are like, you know, I don't really want to do a nine-week course right now, but you're curious about what the course could be about or really just feel like you could use a little bit of a tune-up when it comes to your mindset about your creative career, definitely come. Definitely register. Uh, We are going to do an exercise that I think is good for anybody in a creative field, and I'm so excited to share it with you. So click the link in the show notes to register, invite your friends, and hopefully I will see you on Thursday the 8th. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Energy Studio Podcast. If you're interested in other course offerings or some free downloads, check out our free online community. There's a link in the show notes to join. And last, but certainly not least, if you enjoyed the music at the beginning of this episode, check out the album Shadow People by our dear friends over at the Heartstrings Project. It was released back in December of 2020, and Deepak Chopra has already named it one of the top new albums of the year. That's all for now. We'll talk soon.